Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's glad to be back. This is your host, Norman Goodman, on the Old Dog Soapbox Podcast. It's been a long time since I've uh, talked to you guys. Uh, I've been working. I've been (laughs) on a hiatus, just kind of um, doing some self-checking, researching, reading, learning, um, just trying to get better. And I hadn't done a podcast in a while because I just felt like I just needed to breathe. Again, like I said before, if you listen to my older podcast, that this was not for me to, uh, for monetary reasons, I would just uh, wanted to express some things that was happening in the world, what was on my mind. And it was, again, this was my opinion, some factual stuff in, but again, you know, I just needed to um, kind of reset myself due to the current uh, situation with the pandemic. But I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be doing a podcast again. I think the last one I did was on in May. So it's been a while. It's been a while. And hopefully uh, I've gotten a little bit better. But anyway, this podcast here I want to talk about is about the dark times that we're living in uh, in the world and in the, Uni- and in the United States of America uh, with this uh, these uh, mandates on uh, the citizens of this country uh, to get this gene therapy shot. Uh, my heart goes out to those who are in a situation to where, you know, it's take the shot or lose your job. Take the shot or you can't come to school. Um, I feel bad for those individuals because uh, those who have been coerced in it and forced to take these shots just to pay their bills, take care of the children, uh, put food on the table. It's unfortunate, um, especially based off of the the information that's out there about these uh, so-called vaccines. 10 months ago, 10, 11 months ago, we didn't have any information. We didn't have any data on various or anywhere uh, to tell us <clears throat> how well these vaccines uh, are going to work. Um, anybody who's listened to my podcast before understand how I feel about the vaccines, uh, how I feel about uh, the whole idea of vaccines. And that's just because I've just basically educated myself and just picked up information and books about inf- uh, doctors who have been censored over the years since uh, 1796, since the first vaccine which was the uh, cowpox, um, smallpox vaccine that was invented. And it's been a lot of pushback ever since then about how dangerous and poisonous vaccines are. But moving forward, now we see 10 months from now that these vaccines wane in efficacy after four to six months, which um, the scientific community and these guys already knew because there was a lot of reports that came out before these vaccines were pushed onto the public. But they were ignored and pushed to the side because they didn't fit the narrative in the agenda. So a lot of people have been injured. Varus right now, Varus has a lot of information. Now, there's a lot of pushback on Varus on whether you can actually take that information and use it as legitimate. 
Well, what a lot of people fail to realize is that the CDC and the FDA, they manage Veris. That's where they get a lot of their information from. Uh, CDC has decided to uh, not track all the adverse advent thresholds, just cherry pick uh, the, the the hospitalization and the death, uh, and not show everything was happening with these vaccines. So, um, and, and you have to thank you know, the mainstream media, CNN, uh, Fox, MSNBC, those in the, those networks who actually pushed a lot of the fear mongering and the misinformation on the public uh, about the mask, about social distancing, about vaccinations. So, um, and one of my friends, she just uh, texted me and let me know, told me that the job, the place I used to work for, uh, which is Chesapeake Regional Hospital, is now mandating that all the employees get uh, this gene therapy shot in order to keep their job, which is extremely unfortunate. And I know not everybody's like me. I know everybody's not like me. I, you know, I will walk off and quit in a heartbeat. <laughs> that that's me. I will not subject myself to that type of uh, uh, totalitarianism or dictatorship. But uh, it, and I just want to talk about that. I also want to touch on in this show, um, and I'm not sure if, if any of you have have listened to Joe Rogan, uh, but Joe Rogan has Sanjay Gupta from CNN, the doctor, on his show about uh, a week ago, uh, a week and a half ago. And it was uh, a very enlightening, informative uh, conversation. It wasn't antagonistic. I mean, I've never really listened to Joe Rogan, so I, I listened. He has 13 million followers. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just to get a thousand would be great, but he has 13 million followers, and he's well informed. Here's a guy who's a comedian and a commentator for UFC, and he literally on this podcast got into a deep discussion with a neuroscientist, a surgeon, a doctor, and uh, Sanjay, and literally um, schooled him on something that, I mean, same thing with Jimmy Doyle. He's a comedian, and he's constantly schooling people that supposed to be experts in these fields. So I would definitely encourage, and we'll go over that a little bit of what they talked about, but I would definitely encourage anyone to listen to that uh, Joe Rogan a podcast which is on Spotify and uh, listen to that conversation three hours long um, and is well I mean just fantastic no antagonistic no um, argument it was well I mean the way Joe Rogan is and the way he does his interviews with with his guests is fa- fantastic fantastic so there was a lot of stuff going on there's a lot of data that Sanjay didn't wasn't aware of and he was just pushing that vaccine narrative, but Joe had him, had him dead to right, and he just couldn't uh, get out of it. Then he goes back to CNN and gets uh, chastised by his colleagues. But anyway, we'll go over that in a little bit. But what I want to definitely uh, say to everybody out there, listen, these are some definitely scary times. I mean, you're looking at Australia, you're looking at France, you're looking at uh, Germany, uh, you're looking at Europe, period. And the one thing, and it's it's crazy, especially in Australia. Australia is just off the hook with the totalitarianism, with the tyranny that they are pressing on their citizens. It's insane. 
And the thing that's that's saving us as Americans right now is that thing called a constitution. Now, now, now I have knocked the so-called founding fathers for a while about the constitution. Um, but the one thing they did do right, they they did that right. Because we have 55 republics. And those 55 republics can make decisions on their own. We have 24 surgeon generals right now who are suing the federal government over mandates because their states are not going to push these mandates. Um, it's just simply going to wreck the economy. And I think that's the, in, that's the end game. I think the end game is to wreck the economy so they can push the martial law in. But, um, and, it, and it's amazing to me how, how they've totally ignored basic immunology. Basic immunology is what they've totally ignored. So, what I did, because I was ignorant in basic immunology, I, I, I got sick and tired of hearing these talking points from one person, the next person, the next person. So I actually picked up a book <laughs> on basic immunology, which they actually give to the first year medical school students and biology students. And a lot of this stuff, I've heard people say, well, we learned this in fifth grade and whatever. I can't remember learning anything about this. And if I did, it totally escapes me. I totally forgot about it. But um, third edition, uh, Abdul K. Abbas and Andrew H. Lichman. I would uh, encourage you guys, the third edition, basic immunology, uh, function and disorders of the immune system. And very, very quickly, as I was reading this book, I mean, the first 15 pages, but the first page, immediately, you saw the influence of the pharmaceutical companies, because the first thing in a little block at the bottom was talking about how vaccines help uh, boost the immune system uh, in the body. So I, I, I had to get a chuckle out of that, but I continued to read, and I started to learn things about the B lipocytes and the T lipocytes and phagocytes and cytokines and what triggers the antibodies, which is the B lipocytes, and what if, if a microorganism infects a cell, the T lipocytes, T cells, sends a message out to the phagocytes, and they go in and they devour the microorganism and the affected cells, and there's so many different types of them. And these cells, the B lipocytes and the T lipocytes, what they do is they clone themselves, and each clone has a different receptor. And those receptors are designed for different microorganisms. So when a microorganism turns into a variance or tries to mutate into a different type of uh, a, a virus or germ to try to penetrate the defenses of the immune system, the immune system is already prepared for that. So each cell is actually specific to each uh, variant and can go in and take it and present it to the phagocytes and the phagocytes will destroy and eat it. And you also got uh, helper cells with killer cells and helper cells that go in and totally just take care of business. The immune system is so complicated that the scientists still don't understand how the immune system works and how the memory works. They don't know what triggers it and gets it to kick back into a second immune response. I mean, you have... Uh, people that were affected by the SARS-CoV-2 almost 20 years ago still have the antibodies 18 years later, almost 20 years later. So 
the immune system is extremely complicated. A child get has 5% of antibodies from his mother when it's born, comes from the placenta. Uh, they call it a naive immune system, but it's passively. It's a passive immunity that he gets from his mother. And it takes three to five years for a child's immune system to develop. As an adult, we the older we get, we have a stronger immune system. We have about five, 50%. So the older we get, the stronger our immune system is. Now, now gradually as we get older, like really deep older, supposedly our immune system wanes a little bit. But those antibodies are still there. You have cells. I mean, you have um, parts in the body, uh, which are called, uh, I can't remember the name, escapes me. But anyway, the, the body has different places where the antibodies live. Okay, uh, they call uh, psychophores, where the the uh, in in the uh, lymph nodes, in the uh, thymus, in the uh, spleen, in in the tonsils, where a lot of the antibodies live, and so when a new cell is is born, basically, it actually goes into those areas with those antibodies and waits for that specific uh, microorganism to trigger it to go in for the attack. And if it doesn't, and if it doesn't happen within three weeks or four weeks, then it dies and then a new cell replaces it. And not all of the cells will die. They'll move on to different parts of the body and, and also they'll move into the bone marrow where the B lipocytes and the T lipocyte is born. And the B lipocyte actually matures in the bone marrow where the T lipocyte will actually mature in the thymus. Well, those cells are actually produce small amount of antibodies while it's waiting. So your body is constantly has antibodies. It's not going to have 100% because the body will go into a red and the body will just hold on to those antibodies until it gets uh, kicked into a second response. So that's just a little bit of uh, a little bit about the immune system. And I would encourage everybody to just go out and do your own due diligence. Don't listen to me. Just go ahead and educate yourself on that so you'll actually know exactly that the natural immune system is much better. I mean, a study right out of Israel that says it's 13 times better, stronger, uh, more, uh, 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 your body is better than getting the vaccine. So um, I encourage everybody to continue to educate themselves on that. And I just want to like touch on a few things that I came across. Uh, remember now they were talking about those spike proteins over a year and a half ago. Well, now in the Salk's uh, publication, uh, the novel coronavirus spike protein plays additional key roles in illness. And in short, what they're starting to find out, they're not even going to call it respiratory uh, issue anymore they call it a, a vascular issue because of this reason the uh, conclusion that the COVID-19 is a vascular disease demonstrated exactly how the SARS-CoV-2 virus damages and attacks the vascular system in a cellular level again the uh, the vaccines are doing this. They're saying it that, that it's a, the coronavirus, but I'm telling you, it's the spike proteins that's in the vaccines. Because we didn't really hear about spike proteins until then. So we need to be careful with those vaccines. 
And also, too, from a global research, the CDC allows hospitals to classify dead vax people as unvaccinated. Now, let me go into that a little bit. And you can find this on the CDC website yourself. Now, you've heard the president say, well, this is a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, this is how the CDC classifies unvaccinated. If you've taken one shot, you're considered unvaccinated. If you've taken two shots and haven't reached your 15th day of vaccine, vaccination, you're considered unvaccinated. And obviously, if you haven't taken the vaccine at all, you're considered unvaccinated. Because uh, most of the damage from these vaccines are happening within the first 14 days after the second shot. Um, understanding that they pulled the AstraZeneca uh, because of the blood clots, and now they're finding out that the J&J, which supposedly had an 88% uh, efficacy in six months, is down to three. The Pfizer is down to 50%. Moderna is 67 So that's why they're pushing these boosters. But again, you got to look at the finance the finances of this you're talking 30 billion dollars for one vaccine to go into rotation so again you can't argue that the vaccines are actually helping when natural immunity is 13 times greater than the vaccines and you get a lot lifetime lifetime protection from the viruses the coronavirus is probably one of the most stable uh viruses out there versus the flu and so you got to look at these things and you got to have to educate yourself on that. And the fact that the F the CDC is saying that people who died, and I'm talking about people who've been double vaxxed, going to be considered as unvaccinated. There's another thing that the CDC or uh, your practitioners aren't telling you is that um, zinc <laughs> stops the replication of viruses. Zinc. Something you just go down to your vitamin store and get it. They're not telling you that. What they're telling you is, don't take that, take the shot. Same thing with the ivervectum. Same thing with um, other treatments that were out there to actually help you through this, uh, this virus that they keep throwing around thinking that it came out of China, Wuhan, or whatever. I, I still say that that's a smokescreen. I still say that's a smoke screen. But anyway, we'll find out in due time. So we know that they were, we know that the United States have been playing with biological warfare. We know that they've been trying to splice uh, animal viruses and human viruses and, and splice them together to make an uh, indestructible virus. We already know that. We know that already. Why in the hell would you do that? It's because of money and control. It's that simple. But yeah, zinc. So take your zinc, folks. Take your zincs. You know, don't, don't, don't even, no way in the world not take your zinc, your vitamin D3, and take your vitamin C and work out. You know, forced vaccinations uh, was the end game in the first place. You know, coming from uh, Dr. McCullough. Uh, and again, this is the things they're trying to do. You know, uh, they're trying to force, they're trying to force the vaccines on you for you to take the vaccine so you can go shopping go out to eat, go to school. You know, this is crazy. You know, you got to have your papers. You know, and what does that sound like? That sounds like Germany. 
back in the early 30s, right? That's what it sounds like. And we always looked over there and said, oh man, those are tyrants, totalitarianism, those are dictators and whatever. Well, guess what? As Americans, we're not used to seeing stuff like that. And it's come home to roost. It came to our doorstep. And not understanding that a lot of those places got those ideas from the United States, from England. So we have to understand this. And I love some of the things that's going out. Uh, no force testing, no force vaccines, stop the dictatorship, hands off my children, my body is mine, big pharma shackles freedom, no to the past of shame, better to die free than to live as a slave. And I totally agree with all of that. So, you know, we have to, again, protect each other. And we have to make sure that uh, we know the history of vaccines. We have to know the history. I mean, they put stabilizers in them like mercury and formaldehyde, which are two of the most poisonous things that you can add to the human body. Now, why in the world would you do something like that? Because, again, the allopathic industry is based off of sick people. Its business model is sickness, not health. This is the illusion. You don't go to the hospital to get healthy. You go to the hospital to die. So you always have to educate yourself on the vaccines. I mean, you have mercury and formaldehyde and aluminum and all kinds of other junks in it. So they get anybody sick to make it healthy. That, That makes no sense. Not at all. Um, you know, and again, people don't understand that our children, that's sacred. That's sacred. When your government tells you, tells a child at 12 years old that they don't need a parent consent to take this vaccine, that's criminal. That's a crime against humanity. That's an attack against our young and our youth. I mean, here it is, uh, myocarditis keeps popping up between ages 12 to 15. <clears throat> this is what Joe Rogan had to school uh, Sanjay Gupta on. That here's a study that 88 to 86 to 88 percent of all males, 12 and in that 12 and 15 age range, had to be hospitalized after the double jab because they would develop heart inflammation, which is myocarditis. And, and Sanjay was just having it; he couldn't get around it. Joe had him dead to right. And his study was there. And you got to look at this uh, uh, this podcast. You got to listen to it. It's, it's fantastic. So again, um, we have to look at the dangers that this is having on our children. With the masking. Uh, what they're teaching in schools. You know, uh, what's this? Uh, race critical thinking. Where they're teaching, they're separating the children, uh, separating the children. They're having the ethnic children in one corner and the non-ethnic children in another corner, and basically convincing the non-ethnic children that they are bad people. They're already creating a division called critical thinking. That's what they call it. And I'm like, where did this come from? What does that have to do with reading, writing, spelling, mathematics, and science, and whatever? Same thing with sex education. This is the dark times we're living in. We're allowing these people to teach our children destructive things that's not going to help them in a, in, in a world that they're trying to call diverse. We have to be careful on what we're allowing them people to put in our children's heads. 
I mean, you look at Los Angeles right now. Los Angeles right now has the lowest enrollment rate of school children ever in their history because parents aren't sending their children to those schools because the governor, okay, Gary Newsom, I think his name is, is saying 12-year-olds have to be vaccinated, but he has a 12-year-old daughter that has not been vaccinated as of yet. You get me? Congress is exempt from taking the, the shots. The Pentagon is exempt from taking the shots and their employees. The president, that's been a scam on television. That man did not take uh, the shot. That was all placebo. That was all the, you know, the salt water. He's 80 years old. Look what happened to Colin Powell. They're going to try to dress that up and say, oh, Colin Powell died because he's had blood counts or whatever. No, this guy was double vaccinated and died of complications from coronavirus. Again, everybody keeps saying, give it to the most vulnerable, the elderly. I'm laying, you're trying to kill them off. You're trying to get rid of the elderly population because they are burden on society, according to the Malthusian thinking people out there. And then they're trying to poison our children and keep them constantly sick throughout their life so they can constantly make money. Here is Moderna and Pfizer's coming out with a, they tell you don't take the, um, they tell you not to take the other stuff. Okay, the ivermectin. Don't take that. That's horse, that's horse poison. That's horse, <laughs> that's horse medicine. Well, actually, it was developed, it came on the scene in 1981. It won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2015. Why? Because what it did, it was developed for human beings. Then later it was discovered you can use it for livestock, along with penicillin and everything else. If you give penicillin to a human, are you giving them livestock? drugs or are you giving them drugs that's for humans everything starts with the human first then moves over to the livestock and so the fact that cnn and other uh, mass media are lying and deceiving the people and calling the horse pace it's ridiculous beyond absurdity and it's straight out lying and joe rogan touches on that on his show too so i ask you to definitely check that out uh but i definitely feel sorry for everybody that's out there under the gun on their jobs we're living in dark times people we're living in dark times where you can't even go to the grocery store. They're going to make it a point that you can't go purchase food from the grocery store if you don't have a, a vaccine passport. And I'm glad that we have the Constitution. Right now in the state of Virginia, we have a governor's race against uh, Democrat McCollum and a Republican uh, Youngkin. Um, I am not... I mean, all politicians, in my opinion, are all full of crap. But I am not voting for anything that's a Democrat as an African-American. I'm just going to go red this time. They all are full of crap, but I'm going red this time. That's what I'm going with. And I, because, again, I'm not supporting anyone who says that parents don't have a say in their children's development. And I'm not going to support someone who's mandating that jobs mandate that their employees are forced into getting this gene therapy shot that they don't have a choice you know your president said that this is not about your choice you don't have a choice wow this is these united states of america and we don't have a choice now so we need to definitely uh be totally aware of that but you know i just wanted to touch on some of those things i want to um these are some it's a lot of stuff that's on my mind a lot of stuff i want to talk about but i don't want to drag this podcast on too long I just wanted to do a little bit of history, give you a little bit of insight, a little bit about the immune system. Uh, as a matter of fact, those uh, those uh, organs that I, want, I was talking about, the name escapes me, is called lymphoids. 
and those are the, the uh, areas in the body which are spleen, your thymus, your uh, uh, your tonsils, and uh, your thyroids. Uh, those are the things. Your lip nose. I'm sorry. Your lip nose. Those are the things that actually have a lot of the antibodies in them. Uh, you got a lot of phagocytes that's in your gut because they're constantly fighting off a lot of uh, microorganisms all day. Your immune system never shuts down. Uh, it's constantly in motion. But again, you have to take care of your body, folks. You can't be eating fast food, burgers, drinking sodas, and a lot of stuff, and you make it hard for your immune system. You got to start exercising. You got to start eating uh, more salads. You got to start detoxing your body in order to give your immune system the greatest opportunity to protect you. Okay, protect you. I mean, getting the coronavirus naturally is the right thing to do because your body's going to build up a natural immune system. Your body has an innate immune system. It is prepared for the world. Okay, do not allow your children to be vaccinated as soon as they come out of their mother's body because it takes three to five years for that immune system to develop. Once you start introducing vaccines into that child's body, you compromise the immune system. You're actually making the child sick. And now you got to battle against that throughout that child's life. I mean, you got to look at where the the measles. Now, understand that the, the, the MMR, the measles shot, didn't come out until 63. So, again, you go to vital statistics and you look at the measles from 1900 to 1960. And you will actually see that the measles was flatlining. It was down. And in 63, once they introduced that shot, you saw a lot of measles cases shoot up. And it was correlated, it was connected to the vaccine. But again, you're going to have a lot of people, your doctors and everybody else pushing it. Understand, your doctors get bonuses. They get bonuses from the pharmaceutical company and the insurance companies to make sure that you stay on a vaccine schedule and you're medicated to death. Understand that. Okay? Your doctor does not have your best interest at heart. My mother went to the doctor about a couple weeks ago because she felt a little pain. And the doctor asked her, has she had a flu shot? And she said, no. Or has she had, did she take the COVID shot? She said, I'm not putting that mess in my body. And this doctor went on a spill on trying to convince her because she's African-American, 76, why she should take it. My mother said she just ignored that woman, looked at that woman like a deer in the headlight. And looked at that woman going, my mom said, I did my research. The doctor said, well, I did my research. I'm on a different research. My mom said, well, right now my research is telling me not to take it, so I'm not going to take it. And that doctor was like, well, when you come back, you're going to tell me I was wrong. My mother just looked at her and just kind of laughed. And I'm proud of my mother because my mother didn't buy into the narrative. She didn't let them scare her into this. And my father the same way. They didn't get scared into taking this shot. They waited it out. My dad, he's, he doesn't like needles anyway. So he wasn't going to take it to begin with. But I'm proud of him because they did not allow themselves to be sucked into the narrative, into the, the fear mongering that the mass media and the CDC and the WHO and the NIH uh, these guys are funded by pharmaceuticals, what they were pushing. So I'm proud of her of that. Um, we haven't taken it. My wife and I haven't taken it. And I have no plans on taking it. Not even, no way am I taking it. Because I already see it. And, and the longer this thing goes on, the more we're going to see the damage. The more we're going to see the evidence on why this was a bad idea. And why, again, the, the larger the, uh, the population, the more the population that's vaccinated the more likely more people are going to get sick and you're going to create this monster virus. I'm telling you. And I think that's what they're trying to do in, in, in the long run. But anyway, that was 
um, a little bit of that, what I want to talk about uh, today. And um, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be sharing some thoughts and some ideas and some knowledge um, and my whole thought pattern on a lot of things. But anyway, love everybody out there. Everybody stay safe. Take care of your families. Love your families. Educate yourselves. And I will talk to you on the next Old Dog Soapbox. This is your host, Norman Goodman. Signing off. See you next time. Peace. Thank you.